Welcome to The Conscious Matchmaker. I'm your host, Sophie Singer, founder of Sophie Love, alongside Elizabeth Foster, lead executive matchmaker and conscious dating coach. Whether you're single or looking to enhance your relationship journey, let us support you in creating meaningful connections. Get ready for heart-to-heart conversations, expert insights, and a dose of compassionate wisdom. This is The Conscious Matchmaker. Let the journey to love begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our pilot episode, our first, our maiden voyage of The Conscious Matchmaker. This is our first episode of this podcast really just experimenting and excited to start talking a little bit more about what we're doing here at Sophie Love. I want to introduce Elizabeth, who's here with me, my lead executive matchmaker. Elizabeth, please say hello. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited for us to be starting this. Um, yeah, I'm Elizabeth. I'm the lead executive matchmaker with Sophie Love. And Excited to go on this journey with you, Soph. Oh, thank you. So I'll just call out that I'm a little nervous, even though literally it's just you and I sitting here recording. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like a big vulnerable thing to put myself, ourselves out there. Um, yeah. But side by side with that nervousness is excitement. So I think that this is definitely the right thing. Whenever I feel nervous and excited at the same time, it's a good sign. So, yeah. 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 So I'll give a quick just introduction of myself. Um, I've been date coaching and matchmaking for over 13 years. I'm 46 years old. I am the founder of this agency. I have been married for over 12 years to my husband, Michael, and also my business partner and co-founder of this company. And we have two kids, boy-girl twins, who are 10 and a half. And so our world is definitely a very interesting and fun, wild roller coaster ride. Yeah. So, yeah. Elizabeth, can you give a little background on your kind of experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been um, a coach in different aspects and a dating and relationship coach for the past um, three years. I um, was coaching more in the wellness space before that um, and also been in the matchmaking space for about three years as well. Um, and yeah, I so just to echo some of the stats that you gave as well, um, I'm 35 and uh, was on the apps, dating apps for since their inaugural days um, <laughs> of trying to figure out how all of that works. I remember when Hinge was connected to Facebook still. Um, and I actually met my partner on Hinge um, around this time last year and we've we've been living together since um since june so it's going really well and we're very happily in love oh yay okay so 
Um, I, I think in this first episode, let's just, you know, I think we want to just kind of tell a little bit, tell our listeners, whoever's out there listening, maybe it'll be like two people or five or 10. <laughs> I don't know. Um, just kind of talk about like conscious matchmaking, because that's really, that's what we're doing here. So what is conscious matchmaking? Because it says on my website, executive matchmaking for conscious singles. <laughs> really for me, conscious matchmaking is like matchmaking from the inside out. Mm -hmm. The journey of matchmaking, I would say for many years, and honestly for my journey in dating and finding my other, my husband, it was very much of an outward process, you know, looking outward, searching for the missing piece of mm -hmm. the puzzle. If I fill this, everything is great. I have friends and I have a career I like and I am healthy and da, 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 but I don't feel happy and I want a partner and I wanted to get married and have children. And once I fill that thing, the getting married and the having kids, <laughs> once I have that, I'm going to be good. This is going to be a complete, the puzzle will be complete and I'll be happy. Mm. Um, and searching for uh, that person has, it, it, it really did feel on so many levels transactional, like a numbers game, a means to an end. Yeah. And I have to be honest, I was advising people in this way for years. Like, hey, let's just, this is a job. Let's get through it. Here are the, here are the, the skills. Here are the strategies to get through as many dates as you can. Find your partner. Show up. Don't talk about things that might be heavy or dark or, you know, keep, keep it, it light. light, keep it light. I used to, God, I said that all the time, keep it light. And, um, yeah, that, my tune has really changed. Um, mm. and it changed when I started to turn inward about two years ago and started my own extremely transformative emotional healing journey where a million light bulbs went off and I started to understand how I was moving through this world of dating and connection. And then it started to make perfect sense of how everyone, we all move through it in very similar ways, regardless of our stories and our backgrounds. Um, mm -hmm. And so I really, you know, for me, conscious matchmaking is a process where when we work with a client, this isn't just a transactional uh, engagement. This isn't like, okay, here's my list of requirements. Here's what I need in a partner. Please find this person and introduce right. me to them. No, yeah. the process itself, dating, relationships, I mean, every, every important process in life is a mirror to us. Mm -hmm. It's a mirror that shows us, ah, here, this is where, this is where the work is. This is where I need to mm -hmm. grow. This is where I need to heal in order to be successful in whatever it is I'm doing. I really want this process to be transformative for my clients. Um, and that is why the approach that we take typically 
people meet someone to get into a relationship where they, they enter exclusive relationship, usually within 12 to 18 months of starting to work with us. And sometimes that's with us. Sometimes it's through our introduction. Sometimes it's through someone they met on their own after they started this process, because the process is truly from the inside out. It's turning inward. And I'm really hoping that this can really be a vehicle. Um, and you said this, Elizabeth, a, a true, this process can be a vehicle to healing and growth um, mm -hmm. because it, it's, it's what we have to do in order to sustain a long-term relationship. So yeah. Elizabeth, yeah. do you have any thoughts on our conscious matchmaking approach? I am always just very amazed at the way in which our clients are. Um, it's like they blossom in this process. You know, I think when we work with clients that really lean in and are willing to take a look at the patterns and the things that haven't worked for them. And, and try something new because this is new. It's different. And it is also scary, you know, to show up on a date more authentically and not, um, in an interview capacity, um, you know, to ask hard questions up front so that, you know, who the person is that you're looking for, you know, and you know more about yourself. This is no easy task. You know, it takes, it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of vulnerability. And we, um, you know, we really hold space for that. We really hold space for the way that the ways that our clients are, are changing their dating life, you know, changing their perspective on who they are in dating, what they're looking for in dating mm -hmm. and how to even just relate on a very, you know, basic level on a first date, you know, it can be as simple as that. So, um, I'm always very, um, it, it warms my heart to see how our clients take this and run with it. And then, you know, we get that message a couple of weeks later or, you know, however long later, Hey, I finally found somebody. I want to pause. I want to, you know, mm. it just, it makes all the difference to see how this is really, um, you know, transformative work. So. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, I, you know, I've been talking to single people for 13 years, like on a daily basis. And I know I felt these things myself. And um, now it's just affirmation hearing it over and over. It's like today, um, it's the, the options are supposedly there. It's, you know, it feels there's just thousands and thousands of people on these apps, millions. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And Everyone I talk to, I mean, they come to us and I sit down on a Zoom with them and they feel, they feel disconnected. I go on all these mm -hmm. dates. I feel deflated. I feel I'm not meeting anybody. My person is not there. Um, mm -hmm. There's just this, you know, it again. And, and then when we dive in, it's like, what's happening on these dates? What kind of conversations are you having? How are you feeling when you're going in, when you are approaching the process and experiencing it as work, as a job, mm. as a chore, yeah. as a means yeah. to an end, that connection does not happen there. It just doesn't. Mm -hmm. Rarely does it happen there. Yeah. And so the other, I would say, purpose and vision for us is to really 
bring people into a place where they are more deeply connected with themselves. They're able to slow down and they're able to welcome everything that's happening for them so that they can also welcome so much more in another person. We teach and coach authentic relating, which is a completely life-changing relational practice that applies to all of life, but maps onto dating so perfectly. We've seen, it's been amazing to watch how it's transformed the experience people are having going on dates. And that's also kind of what brings me to like our vision and our mission as a, like our company, which is still baking. Uh, we're still creating it, but I think we've got some really beautiful ideas down and I want to share those. I really want people to experience dating as something that feels nourishing um, and enlivening because when the experience turns to that, the connections are so much more effortless and so mm -hmm. much more plentiful and available. So yeah. I'll, I want to just share our little company mission, um, actually our vision. So <laughs> this is kind of grand. Um, our vision is for human connection to be experienced as nourishing, enlivening, and fun. A world where, in a world, my, my, my trailer voice, in a world yeah. <laughs> where any type of human connection can be experienced as healing, authentic, and nourishing for oneself and for the other. Our hope is that, our hope for impact is that people will go into connective experiences and interactions with an open mind and an open heart, unattached to the outcome. Connection is fun, connection is authentic, and connection feels good. Mm -hmm. And I'll add connection feels effortless. Yeah. Okay, now I wanna talk about our mission because apparently companies have a vision and a mission. And so I'm gonna, I love our mission. Mm -hmm. um, it really makes me excited. So I'm gonna share it. Our mission is to compassionately guide our community into conscious and loving connection, both with themselves and their future life partner. We do this because meaningful connections and sustainable long-term relationships are created by a conscious and loving understanding of one's self. By reframing dating into an emotionally nourishing and enlivening experience, by utilizing psychology-informed and evidence-based modalities and practices. Yeah, just hearing that, it's like eases, eases my body, eases my heart. Like I, that's, it's so, it's so needed. I mean, people are, I was craving it. I was craving it for a long time before I even knew that that's what was out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, I want to share, I'll just share a little bit of my personal background. It's like, I, I went into dating and, um, you know, after a broken off engagement and started online dating, cause that was available at the time. This is like 15 years ago, or more, gosh, probably 20 years ago now, um, before the swipe, before the Tinder, before the, everything was on a website, email, um, and it was hard back then too. So it was really hard and, uh, like emotionally just a roller coaster. 
And on top of it, now looking back, I realize, you know, I, I came from, I'd say some pretty heavy capital T traumas that happened, just heavy stories that happened in my family, in my life. And there was just so much to manage and, and withhold and protect. And this, there was always this, there was first date Sophie, you know, and I had not only, I mean, we all have our first date outfits that make us feel good. And that's amazing. I'm all about that. Um, But then there was first date Sophie and I had my like prepared answers to certain questions that always came up on first dates, like, you know, questions about my family, questions about my parents and the story behind it, which I'll happily share at a later time. But the story behind my family and my parents and their marriage and what happened was quite heavy and disastrous. The kind of thing people like recoil when they first hear. (laughs) They're like, oh my God, I thought that only happens in movies and television miniseries on Lifetime. And so I carried so much unresolved grief and shame around things that really had nothing to do with me. Like, you know, obviously these things happen, life happens, right? To us. Um, And I just remember this burden that I carried on multiple levels. And then thinking about, oh God, this is going to be a burden to whoever I express it to. And Mm -hmm. when should I tell them? And how should I tell them? And are they like, do they like me enough? Have I like won them over with the charming, funny, you know, bubbly Sophie. Um, Mm -hmm. And now I can drop the drama bomb. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just so hard, like how much energy went into that. Yeah. So I, and I, it's interesting because I, I get to know people now and I think you do too, Elizabeth, on this like intimate level when we meet them. Yeah. And then they show up oftentimes again, like it's natural. We show up as these like ambassadors for ourselves, Mm -hmm. these glossy versions, um, thinking that that's what people are going to connect to. And it just, it's not the case actually. So what, any, any kind of thoughts on that, Liz? I think what you were talking about having this like glossy version of yourself is something that people, myself included, like that's kind of the expectation of a first date, right? Like show up as your best, you know, don't, don't divulge too much. Don't get, like you said, like, keep it light. You know, we want to have, we want to get past a first date to a second date. Um, And so if we show up as this, like, masked kind of pretty or put together version of ourselves, which everybody has their stuff. I don't care what your background is. Everybody has something. (laughs) So um, that doesn't work. You know, it keeps things really kind of in a box and it keeps ourselves. It keeps our heart. It keeps our experience in this box that, you know, we can go down the rabbit hole of like how we got there in society and why we do this. But you know, I think what, what you're speaking to is, is this idea that if we get vulnerable on a first date, if we really reveal our experience on a first date, even so much as to say, how is this date going for you? What do you think about this experience? You know, like you say all the time, like, 
just this is the experience that you and I are having together. How is this going for you in this moment? I'm noticing this in myself, you know, and it doesn't have to be these big, like huge, you know, like you mentioned, like big drama bombs. It doesn't have to be like that. It can just be like, this is the vulnerability of me in this experience with you, this new person that I have never met before. And I'm noticing this happening within me. How does it feel to you to hear that? How does it feel to you in this experience, you know? And and that alone, because you're dropping into the space, and I'm sure there will be episodes where we talk about all of this, you know, much more in yeah. depth. But like we drop into that space of the present moment. And that is that's juice. That's the juice. Like that is where we find that connection. Like nobody's talking about what their experience is on the date. Nobody's talking about that. They're like, Oh, what do you do for a job? How many kids do you want? You know, yeah, the conversation is happening while there's a completely different experience going on within all of us, them, you, it's like, there's thoughts, there's assumptions happening. And so I really, I, I, I mean, for me, the, the most, one of the most powerful parts of this process and what I want to impart to every person, learn these skills of slowing down, noticing what's actually happening, revealing that. And we'll talk about that. I think we will talk about this in another episode. I really love the three levels of conversation. I think that that is one of the best lessons and skills and tools to go into a first date with, but I'll give a quick preview is that level one is fact exchange. I am a matchmaker. Elizabeth works with me. Mm -hmm. It's gloomy outside. (laughs) We're recording a podcast right now. These are facts. This, this restaurant is crowded, whatever it is, you know, I went on a trip last week. Then there's level two, which are feelings about facts. Usually mm-hmm. level two lives in the future or the past. Oh, I really, I, I, I love being a matchmaker. Um, I loved this trip I went on. I don't like mm-hmm. that it's gloomy outside. I'm annoyed that it's crowded in this restaurant. So that's a deeper level because it's giving you some feelings. You're learning yeah. more about the person. You're, they're learning more about you. And most conversations just level out right there at level mm-hmm. two. They just bottom out. But level three is where the juice is. Level three is the relational level. And it is in the, what is happening between you and that person in the given moment, the present moment. And it's Mm -hmm. shining a light on what's currently alive for you and for them. And that's always unscripted. It's always new. No moment is the same as any other moment. And to me, as Ryle Castano, my amazing co-creator for Closer Events and the writer of the Authentic Relating book, says it is truly the antidote to dating boredom. So if you're sick of having the same conversation over and over on the dates that you're going to, I'm just going to, I think this is a good place to like leave everyone, just like a nugget. If you are sick of the types of conversations you're having on these dates, Okay. If you're feeling deflated and disconnected and bored, bring it to the present moment. Mm -hmm. As simple as that question that you 
posed earlier, Liz. Hey, I know this is a weird question to ask, but I'm really, really trying to focus more on slowing down and noticing what's happening for me. And I'm curious to know, and I'm posing this question to myself as well. How is this date going so far? How's this interaction going for you? Like, and you don't have to answer right away. You can even take a moment Mm -hmm. to take a breath and notice how it's going. Um, And I, and I'm posing it for myself too. And like, what's it like to be with me right now here in this bar, yeah. this restaurant? How are you experiencing me? And the conversation will really change the vibe, the pace, everything. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my parting nugget of um, authentic that. dating advice. Liz, do you want to offer up a couple of things that your your hopes and dreams for this little project we're starting. Yeah. I mean, my biggest hope is that we can really make a difference for even like one person, you know, if one person is hearing that little nugget and they change their next first date and notice that difference, that's, that is amazing. Like that is what we're doing this for to me. And, um, I, I really hope that, that we can help support, you know, our, our guests, our clients, our, any listener who is tuning into this and, you know, and just answer some of those harder questions that come with dating too. what our experiences as matchmakers, as people who have been in the dating world, you know, and, um, people who talk to singles all the time and know, you know, really what's going on and how to, how to improve our experience, not only as um, daters, but also in relationship as well. When we get to, you know, long-term or even short-term partnership, whatever that looks like, how do we show up better? How do we um, sustain this? How do we be most authentically ourselves? And how do we be the truest version of ourselves and represent that in the best way? So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes and, um, and I hope that it's helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Liz. Um, so uh, to, to add on to that, um, you know, my goal for this podcast is to continue my why, like my why for existence. Mm -hmm. I know it's like a existential question, but (laughs) the more and more I've been kind of diving into my why, of like why I'm here and what's most important to me in life. And those things are love and human connection Mm -hmm. and relationships and also the resilience of the human spirit. If I can find ways and tools and ideas to allow for even one more person to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel held, um, to feel understood. That's good. That's good enough for me. That's more than good enough. And yeah, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping that we can bring more opportunities to serve this purpose for everyone. Um, like I said, skills and ideas and just, opportunities for people to experience human connection in a deeply meaningful way. 
Because Mm -hmm. when we do that, when we slow down, connection happens. It happens. It does not happen in our minds. It happens in our hearts and in our bodies. And so um, hopefully this is the beginning of um, many more (laughs) opportunities to bring people into their hearts. And with that, I'll sign off and excited to record number two soon. All right. Thanks, Liz. Thank you, Sophie. Bye, everyone. Thank you.